Good morning, church family. Happy New Year. I just, yes. Yay, 2022. Um, are you guys ready for a fresh start? I want to challenge you guys. This year, prioritize drawing nearer to God through the encouragement and teaching found in his word. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I am so grateful for that word. Please stand with us and let's give praise to the Lord. This is the day that you have made. Whatever comes, I won't complain. For all my hope is in your name. And now my praise awaits your praise. I give thanks for all you have done. And I will sing of your mercy.
start the new year, first Sunday of the new year, and, and uh, as I think about um, communion and how special that is, just take this first Sunday of the year and remember what Jesus did for us. And I wanted to read what Paul said to the Corinthian church, and you can read further if you want to get smacked around a little bit, but I'll give you the, the nice verses first. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23 says, For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people. An agreement confirmed with my blood. This, do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. Gosh, just taking that moment to remember that God already paid the price. Jesus already paid the price. He paid the price so that we never have to pay it again. And as we partake this morning of the communion elements, it's remembering that moment that freedom is from now on. That I don't have to worry. No matter what 2022 has in store for us, which I believe in great things, but no matter if it isn't all perfect, God still wins. We still win. We're still winning in the end. Amen? Amen. It's the best year of our lives because God is in it. Amen? So let's pray. Father God is... We partake this morning of communion. Lord, we, we bring our hearts to you. and God, we ask for forgiveness. We ask that you just make us right in every way. Lord, that your blood had washed over us. And God, as we do this in remembrance of you and what you did for us, we declare your freedom. We declare the freedom that you gave us. 
God, the grace that you gave us, the new covenant that we live under. And Father, we give you glory for that. Right now, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Go ahead and partake. Glory 
seconds and give him glory today. Come on, give him praise this year. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, that you're here today in this room. Father, we just thank you for all that you did this year in 2021. God, we're just so expectant for 2022. Lord, we thank you that even though this year's been super dark, super hard, full of many trials and sorrow, depression, thank you, God, that you're wiping away every tear this morning. God, we thank you that this new year is a year of breakthrough. God, we thank you that you're not done. Lord, that you have purpose for every single person right now. God, we just speak purpose into every person today. This might be weird, but if 
with every head bowed, every eye closed, if you feel like just hopeless, you feel like God has abandoned you, forsaken you, I pray that you just raise your hand right now and let him heal you in this moment. I being one of them. Thank you, Jesus. God, those hands are that are raised, Father, I thank you that your presence would overtake them in this place. God, I thank you that they can live in freedom. They can live in joy. God, that no finance, no hardship, no struggle will keep them from knowing how much you love them. So God, I speak your love over every heart today, God. Those with hands lifted, those without. Jesus, we just receive your peace. And I thank you, God, that 2022 would be the greatest year of everybody's life. I thank you that we will look back and say, thank you. We'll look back and say, thank you, God. Yes, it was hard, but thank you for what you did. Thank you for the hardship, even. Because without it, we wouldn't be who we are today. So God, we just receive your peace. We receive your joy. We receive your strength. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody say, say amen. Amen. Come on, can we give God some more praise? Well, good morning, church. Happy New Year. We hope you had a great Christmas. Why don't you find someone new next to you, say hello, tell them that this is going to be the greatest year of your life. privilege of just continuing in worship and um, talking about our tithes and offering. And if you um, do not know, you are able to give via the Church Center app, which you'll hear me say probably 10 times. And um, there's also envelopes in the back, or you can give directly um, online at livingstones.tv. But I just felt it on my heart. There's a scripture in Malachi 3 that I want to read to you, starting in verse 10, and it says, bring all the tithes, tithes meaning the first 10% of any income that you have. So bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and try me, God's saying, test him, try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Who would like to have that problem? (laughs) Right? Like you have so much blessing and so much provision that you just, you have to pour out. You have to be generous. You have to give away. You have to 
because you have so much. And thinking about this next year, right? Maybe you look back at the previous years and maybe you can identify maybe where the devourer had come into your life, right? Maybe has attacked your finances or attacked your livelihood or your provision, right? Maybe you can relate to that a little bit. But in verse 11, it says, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. So that means it's a contingency. Those first two verses that I read, or the first verse, verse 10 that I read, do that, and then he says, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delighted, a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. Have you ever looked at something and kind of shaking your head, like, wow, they're blessed? I'm telling you, there is a promise of God. He says, test him in this. There's a promise of God. He, God doesn't need your money either. But he knows that we get so attached to it and that we have so much faith in our money instead of him that he wants us to be able to bring that to him so that he can rebuke the devourer for our sake and bring provisions so much that we have to pour out the blessing. So as I invite the ushers forward, let's just pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are a God of promise. God, that you are a God of faithfulness and that we can, um, we can trust that in this promise that as we give of our first fruits, Lord, that you will rebuke the devourer for ourselves. It doesn't guarantee that life is going to be smooth. It just guarantees that you'll be in it. And so, God, as we um, make this declaration, maybe for some as they give, it's a new thing. It's a new declaration. It's a New Year's resolution. Whatever it is, Lord, I just pray that you would just bless the giver today. We would give them peace and hope and excitement and expectation for this year. And give them courage and endurance to hold on to this promise and to fulfill their end of this promise, God. And so we just praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So good. All right. You ready? We have so many fun things I can't wait to tell you about. Okay. Interactive Church, if you... Um, are ever not here and you're watching online, we have a little thing called Interactive Church. If you're online right now watching, I know lots of people watch on YouTube or Facebook, but we also have an interactive um, church website, which is awesome. So definitely check that out. The Church Center app, if you don't have it, download it. Make it your New Year's resolution to download the Church Center app so that you can get connected and know what's going on. It has all of the event details, all of the groups and everything that you're part of. So if you're part of Sisterhood or Fight Club, um, if you signed up for Rooted, all of those things, um, you're going to need and want that um, to be able to keep in touch. If it is your first time, I'm not going to embarrass you, but I do want to tell you that we have a gift for you. So the very front as you walked in, there's a table right there. We have a gift for you. And so um, go get your gift. And they have a little information card and all of that stuff for you. And you can also follow us on social media for updates and encouragement and scripture and updates and did I say updates already I did it's okay more and more and more and more updates that's fine but okay youth is back Tuesday at 7 p.m. sisterhood is back whoop, whoop. Thursday 6 p.m. 6 30 p.m. and if you're wondering about details guess where to find it 
Church Center app. Hey, hey. All right, so Rooted is starting next week. I think there's like two slots left open for the Friday session. So just letting you know, it's, it's filling up, which is awesome, which is so, so good. Um, but you don't want to miss out. It's going to be incredible. So that's going to start next week. You're going to hear us talking about it. You don't want to miss out. It's like FOMO. Was it fear of missing out? And then what? What was the other one? The positive one. Instead of having fear of missing out. It's like, I don't know. You only live once. I don't know. It'll come to me tonight. I'll post it in Church Center app. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, last thing is, is we have um, a <laughs> men's conference that's um, that we've been invited to that is going on here in the Valley, January 15th. Um, my hubby is talking, as well as um, a few others that you may recognize, a few names that you may recognize. So there's a flyer with information on the back table there, or the front table, however. It's back right now, but when you come in, it's the front. So, but that's the thing. It's awesome. And get involved. We are here every Sunday at 7 a.m. You don't have to get here at 7 a.m., but it'd be really cool if you did. Because um, we're here partying and doing all sorts of fun stuff. So, but we're here every week um, doing amazing things, setting up and getting ready and getting prepared for what God wants to do on Sundays. But there's also ways to get involved during the week and things like that. So, if you want to get involved, which I know you do because you're amazing, um, let us know. Come see one of us. And with that, I'll bring you up, my love. Come on. Is everybody excited? Come on. Ooh. Fired up. It's going to be a good year. It is a good year. That's right. Come on, Lynn. Oh, dude, thank you so much. So thoughtful. Keeps, keeps, me, keeps me nice and moist. I appreciate that. Don't use the word moist. Do people not like the word moist? Man. I had some uh, breakfast this morning. It was moist. Oh, anyway, so I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, I love you. All right, how's everybody doing this morning? Excited? Are you sure? Because I haven't heard a lot of shouting. So I wore this shirt so that you would shout more, okay? So everybody shout, come on, at the same time. At the same time. At the same time. There we go. All right, we're getting there. We're getting there. Get warmed up. You got to get warmed up because it's freezing outside. Is it freezing outside? Everybody that lives in a place where there's snow, we actually had like stuff you have to scrape off your windshield today. Weird. Southern California. Goodness gracious. How's everybody doing online? We got some people online. I, I, I read a few of them this morning already. Um, Jared, glad you made it back to the barracks, dude. I'm glad you were here last week. That was so awesome. Um, we had, we had uh, Hosilio. Is that how you say it? I don't, well, she's not here to ask. It's a, a friend of the Millers. Um, but Hosilio from Brazil said that um, people are not doing well out there. So we're going to pray for them real quick, too, um, out in Brazil. He watches almost every week, so that's awesome. Uh, we've got a few other people on here. Phil Norman, love you, dude. The Jaramillos, the, um, Dorothy Faraganin, love you. Uh, who else we got on here? Brittany Black, you're awesome. Cameron Dennison, always love you. Uh, Jen Mulot, hope you feel better soon. We're going to pray for you too. Um, Lynette Lawson, oh my goodness, we've got all these awesome people watching online. Tell me something uh, that you're excited for on the new year for people online. I want, I want to see it in the chat. Put it on there. 
I don't know if my phone will update or not to where I can see it, but I hope so. But if I had an iPhone, I'd probably, Jesus would have already came back. That's what would happen. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's true. Absolutely true. Okay, where are my paper Bible people at? Do we have some paper Bibles today? Who's got the coolest paper Bible in the house? Let me see. That one's purple. That's right. Come on, Lynn. Lynn, I'm going to have you come up sit in the front because you're just like rocking it today. Goodness gracious. Whoever spiked Lynn's coffee, thank you. That was absolutely phenomenal. Good job, Sarah. It's good coffee today, guys. Go get some. It's amazing. Anyways, go ahead and turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 7. We're going to have fun today. You can have fun in church. Did you know that? Oh, my goodness. Happy New Year. Happy, happy, happy New Year. 2022. Oh, we, we were driving past Chaparral High School, and uh, they had all the, gradu- the next four graduating years on the wall, and it went all the way up to 2025. I was like, is that even possible? Like, it, there's a graduating class of 2025 coming? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I don't know about you. Like, I just, I, I feel older and older. Anybody feel older and older? Got a few of you in here, right? I remember when I was like 23 years old and some, I, I met this person celebrating their 20-year graduation anniversary or whatever, and uh, I went, man, I was three when you graduated. Now I'm sitting here going like, holy moly, I'm going to be that guy. Like, oh, gosh, wow. Oh, anyway, pray for me. Pray for me. I've, midlife crisis is coming. I'm going to get a Corvette. It's going to be awesome. <sighs> what is it? She probably has an iPhone. No, and I'm just, ki- I'm just kidding. She has an Android? Is that what it is? Oh, man. Well, that's okay. That's all right. It's all right. We, we, you know what? That's a good segue to pray for people. Let's do that. Um, Lord, we just thank you right now, God, for your word. God, we thank you for 2022 and all of the promises that you have in store for us this year. And God, I just want to pray over Brazil right now and what's going on in that area. Lord, that you just bless them. God, that we would see your hand all over that country. Lord, I pray for revival like we've never seen before in the country of Brazil. Father God, we just thank you right now. God, I pray for Sam Huff, who's out in the line with, for people going through COVID and he's praying over these people. God, I just pray for everybody standing out there in line wondering if they have COVID or not. And God, I also just pray for all the people that it got cold and so we got sick. And so, God, there's a lot of people not here today because they're not feeling well. And so, Lord, I just pray for your healing touch to touch every person, every cell in their body come under the command of your word that says, by your stripes, we are healed. And so, God, we just thank you in this awesome day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I had fun for New Year's. Who who stayed up till midnight on the East Coast? Yeah. Yeah, I know some of you like went to bed at nine o'clock when when it's like okay East Coast, woohoo! Happy New Year, we're done, we're going to bed, right? How, how many people stayed up till midnight on on Pacific time? Anybody stay up till one, two, three? You see, there's like four people's hands, mine included. We were crazy. We stayed up until three o'clock in the morning. My my three year old, he was he was he was fine, like. I don't know why he was fine, but he was totally fine. Like, we, we, does anybody give your kids this wonderful thing called melatonin? Yeah. We gave him, we gave him, what was it, three milligrams of melatonin at, at nine o'clock. By like almost 9.30, he was like, like slobbering on himself on the couch. 
But he stuck through it long enough to get his second wind. And then he was up until 3 in the morning with us. He's drawing us pictures. I'm not kidding you. He found the, the napkin stack from, and he, he, started, he said, I'm drawing you a kitty. And it was just a scribble, but it was, it was a kitty. And then here's, I'm going to draw your name now. I'm like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Anyway, pray for us. Pray for us. But you know what? Uh, did anybody have some good food during, during uh, New Year's Eve? What did you have? Wow, it must have been really good because nobody said anything. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, it was so good. What'd you have? Uh, I don't remember. I was, I was drinking Kool-Aid and uh, I don't remember what I ate. <laughs> right? Anyway, no. Um, anyway, for all those adults out there. But uh, my, my son, Judah, my three-year-old, um, every, you, you can't open a bag of anything. Are you with me? Like, if, you, if he just hears that little, right, of, of the bag, he's like, I want some. I want some. We, we, or, or my favorite sound is the sound of a can opening, right? When, when you're getting that Pepsi. It's also not Apple and also, also not a Ford. Um, but I'll, I'll open my Pepsi because Pepsi is delicious. I open my Pepsi and it makes that sound, right? Right? Oh, I just love that sound. You guys love that sound? My three-year-old, I want some! Like every time, it doesn't matter. Like, and then when you have New Year's, you have food all over the place, right? And so he's just walking around, I want some, I want some. Somebody tell your neighbor what the title of today's message is. I want some, I want some. Go ahead and follow along in the Bible app if you'd like. Um, go into the more button, events, Livingstones Church, and all the notes are in there for you. But uh, we're going to go into Matthew chapter 7, verse 9. Are you ready? Good. Thank you, Michelle. Michelle's ready. Everyone else is still getting there. That's good. All right. Matthew chapter 7, verse 9 says, You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? A cracker? Or, if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not! Verse 11. You guys are, goodness gracious, Sarah, thank you for making amazing coffee, but I think they're just a little too giggly today. Goodness gracious. Anyway, so if you sinful people, that's the next part, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask Him? God bless the Word today. Bless our hearts, as giggly as we can be. Here's here's the first point. Where are my note takers? We have some note takers. Got a couple note takers. I'm going to check your notes afterwards. Just make sure you got everything. But the first point this morning is I can expect good things from God. I can expect good things from God. Now, I've got to be honest. I know a lot of us, we went into 2022 expecting just a different variant or version of 2019, 2020, 2021. Right? We kind of went like, oh. Wow, 2022, what's that going to be like, right? I mean, we already had the Omnicron. What are we going to have now, right? <laughs> what's it going to be this time? Anybody with me? Chelsea and I, we, we, we love to go on cruises. That's, that's our vacation of choice. I know some people are like, that's not even a real vacation. You're not even going anywhere. I beg to differ. Are you with me? Who, who's been on a cruise? Yes right? You know what I'm talking about. When you can just walk by a table and pick up food. Are you with me? Oh my goodness. I did text that guy that I told you guys I'd text last week. I texted him this morning. It took me that long because I really didn't want to because I know he'll hold me accountable. 
And I texted him. I said, hey, I'm one of those fat pastors that doesn't want to be fat anymore. And uh, he says, yes, I will call you later. We'll do this. And so I'm like, oh, goodness gracious, here we go. So I have a goal of losing 70 pounds this year. We're going to just lose a whole person. It's going to be awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Because I can expect good things from God. Amen? We can expect good things from God because He says that if we can give good gifts to our kids, how much more will He do for us? Are you following me, Pete? Are you making it? Everybody pray for Pete right now because my stage is big and I can move around. I told him I might even come off the stage sometimes and he was like, okay. (laughs) He's got to move those cameras around and make it all work. I can expect good things from God. What are you expecting for 2022? Hmm. That's a, that's a hard question sometimes, isn't it? You're like, gosh, I just want to make it, right? I just, I just want to survive, right? Are we expecting more chaos to happen? Are we asking ourselves, why would this year be any different? Are we expecting another year of a broken spirit? Or did we walk into 2022 expecting our Heavenly Father to break some chains off our family? Come on, are you with me? I I believe, I believe for 2022 that we're going to break chains off of this nation. Are you with me? I I just believe, you know, some come ons here. Are you with me? There we go. Come on, get get excited in here because I believe that God is going to move in 2022. I don't even have to convince myself because I know God's gifts are good. Are you with me? I know that he's moving. I know he's going to touch lives. I know we're going to see so many more people come to know Jesus this year. Oh, come on. Are you with me? I mean, how many people got sick this weekend and couldn't come to church today? I got so many texts. I was wondering if anybody was coming. I was like, is anybody coming today? I don't know. And it was one of those things. I'm like, man, if the attack's that big, I wonder how good the blessing is. I wonder how good the blessing is. Because if the attack's that big, I wonder. I mean, if the attack has been two years straight from 2020 to 2021, right? All of it, I'm sitting there thinking, mm, if it's been that hard, how good is it going to get? Are you with me? Because if it's worth the fight, it's going to be good. Come on, somebody say, if it's worth the fight, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. We're going to start this new series, and uh, it's called The New Norm. Come on, somebody say, The New Norm. The new norm. Anybody want some? Say, I want some. I want you to sound just like my three-year-old. I want some! We're trying to teach him to say please and thank you and all those things. But he starts with, I want some. And then we have to work towards please and thank you. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's go to Matthew chapter 13, verse 53. And it says, when Jesus had finished telling these stories and illustrations, this is when he tells all the different parables, if you read Matthew 13. He left that part of the country. He returned to Nazareth, his hometown. When he taught there in the synagogue, everyone was amazed and said, where does he get this wisdom and power to do miracles? Verse 55. Here, this is my favorite. Then they scoffed. He's just the carpenter's son. We know Mary, his mother, his brothers, James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas. All his sisters live right here among us. Where did he learn these things? And they were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. Then Jesus told them, A prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown and among his own family. And so he only did a few miracles because of their unbelief. A couple things in there. What are we expecting? 
when, when, uh, when Jesus came to his own hometown, they were like, oh, he's visiting. He's hanging out with mom. He's hang- I'm, I'm glad that some, they're probably like looking at some of their kids going, I'm glad some sons at least visit their mom sometimes, right? right? Anybody got me? But at the same time, they're like, but they didn't expect the wisdom to come out of Jesus' mouth. They didn't expect the miracles to happen. And so he was only able to do a few miracles. And I wonder if we approach 2022 with a different expectation. Are you with me? A different expectation. What if we expected God to move in 2022? What if we were expected to have fullness of joy, like the Word says, in 2022? What if we believed that Jesus really is the Prince of Peace in 2022? Oh, goodness. Gosh, I wonder, I wonder if the power in which God moves is based on our expectation. Hello. I expect this stage to hold me up in the name of Jesus. We can't enter a new norm of what God wants to do in our lives if we're expecting the same old thing. We can't enter the new norm of what God wants to do in our lives if we're expecting the same old thing. If we're walking through life expecting things to go wrong, expecting it not to work out, expecting things to break and to fail, then that's what we're going to get. I mean... We didn't live in Jesus' time, but these people did. They had to have heard about all the stuff he was doing. People talked a lot back then. And even though they were going, wow, he's speaking such wisdom, but I remember when that guy was just helping his dad doing carpentry and stuff like that. I remember, I remember when he was out chasing chickens and being just a kid around town. Like they, All of a sudden, they just missed that this is Jesus, Jesus. How many of us miss Jesus in our daily life because it's just become normal? Oh, I, I, how many of us walk to church today? I know there's at least one because he lives across the street. But how many of us walk to church today? So you expect that when you leave church today, you're going to go out and get in your car. But we don't thank God for it. It's freezing outside. Thank God the heater works. Are you with me? I'm so glad that it's warmer in here than it is outside. Are you with me? Last year during this time, we were in the parking lot. Do you remember that? I mean, some of us are still defrosting from that. I remember being in the parking lot. I remember people staying in their cars just to stay warm while we were preaching out there. I'm thankful that we get to be in our cars. I'm thankful to live in this country. As crazy as it might be, and you might be thinking, oh, it might be better someplace else. I think God's still blessing this country, amen? Come on. We've got to come with a new expectation, a new norm. What if we came in expecting miracles? What if you got excited every time something went wrong because you knew God was going to move? Right? You ever thought of it like that? You know, we don't need miracles when everything's good. Did you know that? Everybody gets excited when miracles happen, don't you? Right? Are you with me? I get excited when I watch somebody who, who couldn't move a certain way and then all of a sudden they can when God did it, right? I get excited. I've watched so many people's lives get changed. But you know what? Without there being a pain, without there being something broken, we can't see mending. We can't see how good God is. Are you with me? If you're not broke, you can't see God's provision. Ooh, come on, somebody. Some of us are just going like, yeah, but I'm tired of being broke. Well, maybe it's time to expect God to do something. Come in with a new expectation that God is going to move. 
You know, I've gone to, well, I haven't gone to that many countries, but Chelsea, Chelsea went to a, a couple different countries, and I've gone to a couple different countries, and you know what's crazy about going to other countries? Is that they don't sit on Google and try to look up whether or not it's going to work or not. When we go pray for someone in Africa, when we go pray for someone in Belize, when we go pray for someone in the Dominican Republic, they don't have other medical means, so they believe that God could heal them. And we watch crazy miracles happen in Africa and all these other places. You know why they don't happen here? Well, that can't work that way. I don't, I don't think that can work. Oh, it's a placebo effect. It just made me feel good for a few minutes. Are you with me? The same God that moved in Africa is the same God that moves right here in Marietta, in, in French Valley, right? It's the same God that moves in your city, wherever you're watching from. It's the same God. But we come with a different expectation. I pray, my prayer for this year is that you have a different expectation for the year. That you walk in a new norm. Come on. I, I can't tell you, like, I know some, of, some people are like, oh man, those miracles, uh, that's the thing from the book of Acts, and that doesn't happen today. I've, I've sat with pastors who don't believe that miracles can happen. Um, that, that, that was just something that happened during Bible times. But I've watched it happen. I've watched it happen. You know what? I'm so grateful to be uneducated because sometimes you get so smart that you don't know anything. I've sat with people that were so smart, and then when all of a sudden we pray for someone, like, hey, why do you believe that they can be miraculously healed? You know, your, your body doesn't do miraculous things. Healing by itself is miraculous. Like just the fact that if I cut myself, in a couple weeks that thing will close itself up and I'll feel better. You know what vaccines are for? They give you just a little bit of whatever it is that you don't want to get something really bad so that when you have that vaccine, all of a sudden your, your body produces its own way of healing itself. Isn't that crazy? That's how it works. It's, you didn't put some magical thing in your body. Your body that God created is what actually healed you. It wasn't anything else. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. This is how good our God is. He's constantly doing miracles all the time that we just go, oh, I drive a car. I sit in a place with electricity. We, I have this thing that makes my voice really loud without having to scream as loud. Right? That's why people sit in the back. They're like, oh, my gosh, he screams so loud. What's up, Amadors? Love you. Thanks for the come on, Catherine. You're awesome. And Phil, thank you for the come on. New norm, Sam Huff. You're believing with me. Pray over those people in that COVID line. I want to see miracles coming right out of that COVID line in the name of Jesus. Let every single one of those tests be negative in the name of Jesus. Come on. What if we expected something different? What if we expected revival? What if we expected God to move? What if we expected miracles? What if we expected God to take our business to the next level? What if we expected our marriage to be mended? What if we expected our kids to be more on fire for Jesus? Come on. What if we expected a 2022 that was better than any year before it? Are you with me? What if we expected one nation under God, indivisible? What if we expected that? I mean, what if we stopped running around with the sign and complaining about how we think things are and we started preaching God's word and sharing how things could be? How good our God is. Come on. Does anybody know the truth of God's word in here? Listen, when we come expecting God not to move, just like the people in his own hometown, we're going to be just as disappointed as we expected. But let's go to John 1.1. 1, 1. 
Because I just believe Jesus is a little bit bigger than that. John 1.1 says, In the beginning, the Word, Jesus, already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. Verse 4, The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. Verse 5, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Now, as I think about that, this is Jesus. Everything that was created was created through him and for him. Look at your neighbor right now and say, you're a gift. You're a gift. Now explain to the person you didn't look at first why you didn't pick them first. Just kidding. Don't explain it to them. Don't really explain it to them. We can do counseling afterwards. I only charge $400 an hour. I'm just, it's a steal. I've got to up my rates, right? This is, this is post-COVID rates now. It almost costs you as much as gasoline. <laughs> this is the creator of all things. You're a gift. He created all things. All things, everything that's wonderful, everything that's beautiful, created by God, created through Jesus. Are you with me? And yet, we treat Jesus as common. We treat him as common, just like, just like these guys did. We treat him as common. We, we forget just how good he is and how powerful he is, right? That's why I love communion so much. It's, it's not about the little thing of juice and a little wafer in there. There's little nutritional value. It doesn't even feel good as a snack. Are you with me? Right? It's very little to do with that little cup, but it has everything to do with what it represents. That this is the covenant that Jesus made for me and you, that we never have to live as slaves again. We don't have to live as slaves to our sin. We don't have to live slaves to this world. God already set us free, and we're free indeed. Amen? And because of that, it's all of a sudden, it's taking Jesus from being common. We do communion every first Sunday of the month. It can become common. It can become, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's that day where we get, the, we get the juice and the cracker and it's all good. But that can be common. But that's meant to say, hey, don't forget who he is, what he did, where you were, where you are now, who, what he can do in and through your life. Are you with me? There's just something that shifts and something that changes when your expectation changes. What if you came to church expecting God to give you a word, no matter what church you went to, no matter what color he was, whether he screamed really loud or he talked in a monotone voice the entire time and it was so good, it was such a good service. And Yea, verily, the Lord saith. Are you with me? It could be so boring. But what if he came expecting? What if you came expecting no matter where you went? Oh, God's going to move. But, but you're going to the DMV. Oh, God's going to move. God's going to move. I'm going to the DMV. Do you know who I carry with me? The Spirit of the living God. I'm going to the DMV. What if something just changed and shifted and all of a sudden when I, when I get to the DMV, I get to go and bless somebody's life and pray over them? Who knows what could happen? You with me? I remember when we were driving through Atlanta. You remember that, Chelsea? This last March when my, my dad passed away, we were driving through Atlanta. And this young man um, came up to me as I was getting in the car. We were at Wendy's, I think it was. What's that? Yeah, we stopped to get dinner. And I think it was a little bit rainy outside. And 
as I was coming back from the inside to bring the food out, this gentleman walked up to me, a young gentleman. He said, hey, um, do you have any money or food that I could have? And, and I, so I, I gave him some stuff, and I said, can I pray for you? And he looked at me like, okay. And I prayed for this young man. I prayed that an anointing would come over him, that he would believe God and see God through all these things. And, and this young man just started bawling in front of me. What if we came expecting? Instead of went, oh, it's just another person who was just asking for a handout. You know, get away from me. Go earn your own food and earn your own money. What if I, you know what, gold and silver I don't have, but what I have I give to you. Let me pray for you and give you the anointing of the Jesus Christ who blessed my life and tell you how good he is and how much he loves you. Let me tell you how important you are. Maybe if you knew, maybe if you came into this place and left, left that Wendy's parking lot expecting that God could do something, if he could speak into your life right now, who knows if there is a mother out there praying that their son would get off the street. Come on, that they'd have an encounter with Jesus. And, and Jesus had to send a pastor all the way from Southern California to Atlanta, Georgia, to, to be out there to have a hankering for some Wendy's. Are you with me? So that something could happen in this young man's life. Are you with me? What if we went expecting God to move? 2022 is going to be the best year of your life. Why? Because God is good. Are you with me? Oh, my goodness. I hope you're getting excited. I hope you're getting excited. This is the creator of all things. <sighs> you're not an accident. I, I wrote that in my notes because I felt that there was a word for somebody. You're not an accident. Mm. You might have grown up your whole life thinking I'm an accident. My parents didn't even want me. I was born out of wedlock. I'm an accident. Nobody wanted me to be here. Come on. Maybe you're feeling that at work right now. You're like, I'm just waiting for the axe to come down. Nobody wants me around here. I just want to tell you, you're not an accident. God's with you. He sees you. And he wants you. And you are not a mistake. You are not a mistake. You are not less than. Don't treat God's creation as common practice. The fact that your, your body, as it sucks in oxygen in your, your lungs, create and, and convert that into whatever that next other gas is called, carbon dioxide. I had to think there for a minute. See, it's good being uneducated. I don't have to know anything. You guys just go, oh, wow, he's an idiot. If he gets it, God's good. If he blesses him, he can bless me, right? Amen, <laughs> right? Don't treat God's goodness as common practice. You know, uh, we, anybody like pizza? I got some pizza fans out there. Is anybody getting hungry for me talking about food like the whole service? Yeah. I, I should have ordered catering beforehand, made sure it was on its way. But I, we ordered some pizza the other day, and, and uh, I, I forgot my, I've set my lights outside to turn on at 7 o'clock, right? Well, that's a problem when it gets dark at 5, Right? So the pizza guy, like I, I open the door and it's completely pitched back. I can't even see the pizza guy. And I'm thinking like, oh, crud, this guy's like probably scared. He's got to like ring the doorbell and it's su super dark outside. And so I said, hey, Google, turn on the front yard lights. And the guy starts laughing. He's like, oh, my gosh, man. Did you just turn on the lights through the thing? I'm like, yeah. I was like, you know what? I used to like going to hotels. Now I don't. Because when I would go to hotels, it was always more comfortable than at home, right? Everything was clean. Someone cleaned for you. It was so nice. But now when I go to hotels, I have to get up to turn the light off. It's ridiculous. I'm just saying. Like, if, any, 
If there's any hotels out there watching right now, like upgrade, like, let's do this. Everything needs to be voice activated, at least a clapper or something. You know, like some of you remember what that is, but. This pizza guy was laughing. He's like, man, you know, we, get so, we get so used to things being a certain way, and, and it's true. It's true. I've gotten used to Google in my house. I like Google in my house, and it, it's, it's fun. I know some people, it's like, oh, man, you know, Big Brother's listening. Guess what? They're listening already right here. Hello, Big Brother. It's good talking to you. At least I get to turn my lights on with my voice, right? Are you with me? Yeah, he's, he's probably like, dude, I'm hungry too. Stop talking about food. <clears throat> let's go to John 14. Let's take it back to God's word because I get a little too silly. John 14, 12 says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works. Come on, this is Jesus. Because I'm going to be with the Father. Verse 13, you can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Do we believe that Jesus is telling the truth? It's hard to say no, right? But faith without works is dead. So if we really believe God to move in this way, we can ask for anything in his name and it will happen. Now, some of us take this to an extreme and we start to think, well, okay, well, I'm going to ask God for a new house. I'm going to ask God for a new car. I'm going to ask God for a new boat. Come on. Anybody want to go boating? We're, we ask God for luxuries. That's not what this is saying. It's saying if you ask in my name, that means we're asking in his character. We're, we're coming under his covenant. We're coming under his promises. We're not, we're, not, we're not asking for more luxuries. If God gave us more luxuries, we're going to be spoiled little brats. Are you with me? We don't need any more spoiled little brats in this world. Are you with me? Right? I, I, Pastor Justin is a spoiled little brat because he has Google in his house. Are you with me? Right? Like, I, I don't like to have to turn the lights on. Right? I, I had my, my electrician, I hope he's watching right now. Right? I had, I had uh, Crawford come, and, and there is no switch for the outside lights anymore. Some of you are like, what? what are you, how do you do that? I just have, we don't need one. It all runs via voice. We don't have, have an actual doorbell. If you ring the doorbell, it runs through the speakers. It doesn't run through an actual bell. Like, what is that? Are you with me? Spoiled little brat, right? Or you just say, Pastor Justin, you're a spoiled little brat. You won't even say it. That's nice. Okay. Such great participation today. Hey, the order you put in for food, they don't, they don't deserve it. I'm not getting enough come-ons this morning. Nothing's happening, so. <sighs> Lynn, I'll take you out to lunch, okay? We'll make this happen. Yeah, we, we miss the part in his name. When you pray for things in his name, when you come into agreement with him and who he is and who he says that you are, Matthew six thirty three, one of my favorite verses, I know a lot of you know that. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything that you need. You see, God is asking you to come into agreement with who he says that you are. He's asking you to come into agreement with what he says 2022 is going to look like. Can we do that? Oh, man, I, is this stuff too deep today? It's too deep. It's too hard to think about. Like, man, oh, gosh, can I really believe? I, like, I, honestly, as I wrote this message and as I put these things together, I started this writing out this series and what it's going to look like. I got about five weeks worth, and, and I'm excited to see because I just believe that God is expecting more. He has more for us, but we're sitting there going like, I just don't know. 
I don't know if it'll work out. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I want to try that church. I, there's been people watching online for months now that are like, I just don't know if I want to be around people again. What if I get COVID? What if this happens? Listen, God has better expectations for you than that. What if you meet your best friend? Right? What if you meet purpose for the first time in your life? Guess what? Purpose can't happen on your couch. It's not going to happen on your couch. You've got to get off your couch. Somebody say, get off your rusty dusty. Yeah, you got to dust that thing off, right? And go, go do something. Are you with me? It's time to get out of this old mindset of thinking. We've been sitting around for too long, right? I had to text my, this guy to say, hey, listen, I'm one of those fat pastors. I don't want to be fat anymore. What do I got? I got crumbs in my beard. Am I proving it wrong already? You guys see my breakfast? Chelsea's like, you see my breakfast? What is it? Oh, it's spit. Oh, good, good. If you're sitting on the first three rows, there's something that you got to know. Right? I, I see that. That's, uh, nobody's looking for anointing today on this side. But that's all right. That's all right. I've been working on my projection. So second row, you're, it's coming. It's coming. It already made it? Good. Good. That's awesome. <laughs> Too funny. Online people, are you getting some spit? Tony, Brandy Berry, love you, dude. Dave Keys, you're incredible, man. I was thinking about when we did 21 days of prayer at your office. It was awesome. Anybody want to do 21 days of prayer? All right, all three of you. Wonderful. I'll definitely put that in the calendar for next year. Okay. <laughs> when we seek first God's heart and God's kingdom, man, I've I got to be careful. I'm being a little too sarcastic today. We have everything we need. When we stop thinking when we stop seeking what we think we want and we start seeking Him. You see, when we're, when we're seeking what we think we want, then we're surprised that we can't get it. And I, I, I didn't put this verse in there, but I love in God's Word where it says that he who seeks after his life will lose it, but he who gives his life for my sake will gain it. Man. All of a sudden, if we give up our mindset, oh, I, it's got to be this way, I have to do these things this way, if we give up that mindset, all of a sudden, God has permission to actually be the Lord of our lives. Just make sure that thing works. That's right. Lynn wants lunch. Put that in the chat. Lynn wants lunch. Lynn, what do you want for lunch? Oh, my God. You are kissing. I mean, your nose is so brown right now. Goodness gracious. We're going in and out after this, Lynn. My, my lunch plans got canceled, so I'm totally serious. We, will, we can do this. I was going to get a burrito, but no, you're not good with that? Okay. In and out it is. In and out it is. Let them know we're coming, you guys. I need, I need a double-double animal style with animal style fries and a large root beer, please. I got to do all this before that guy calls me tonight and says, like, this is what you're allowed to eat. And plus, it makes my, my before pictures look better, you know. That's all it is. If I'm bloated and stuff, you know, it'll look better. So anyway, goodness gracious, where are we today? Are we at church today? Is this stand-up comedy? I don't know where I'm at. Anyway. Anyway. <clears throat> God can finally give us what he had for us all along. I think about that. If we submitted and prayed His will over our lives instead of what we think we want, 
he can actually give us what he had for us the whole time. Imagine when he went into his old hometown, the miracles that he knew were planned were snuffed out by unbelief. You ever think about that? Like Jesus is like, no, you guys, you don't get it. There's so much for you. But you, you just can't believe. I wonder if God is looking down on a world that is so in chaos, so messed up, we don't know what side is up, what side is down. And we're sitting in this place of unbelief and fear. And God's going like, you don't even know what I have for you. Like, seek me. Let me show you. Let me show you what I have for you. You're so beat up about the last relationship, you don't even know the one I have for you that's coming. Are you with me? Do I have some people who had a divorce and are married to someone they really love right now? Are you with me? Right? Listen, I know we don't, we, divorce is something we don't talk about. It's shameful, right? But I want to tell you, sometimes we, we meet somebody that we, after we had this terrible experience, all of a sudden God blesses us with something more. Because guess what? Even in the middle of sin, God still loves his kids. When my kids screw up, I still give them good gifts. Santa still has them on their nice list, even though they weren't nice the whole year, right? Are you with me? Jesus is the same way. His grace, that's why he came and died for us, so that we could have his grace. That doesn't give you license to sin. But what it does do is it frees you from the guilt that you wanted to carry when you had that sin. You don't have to carry that guilt anymore. His blood washed that guilt away. We have to receive that gift from him. Some of us are living in, in the guilt of our own sins so much so that we carry it around with us as like this, this trophy or, or baggage and we're sitting there going like, oh my gosh, I'm just such a terrible person. God could never bless me. And he's going like, I've got blessings right here. If you just let go of your past, let go of your way you think you see yourself. If you saw yourself the way I saw you, the reason I put breath in your lungs today, if you saw yourself that way, man, your life would be changed. Is anybody hearing me today? Somebody say, I want some. I want some. I want some of what God has for me. I want some. When we stop seeking comfort, he can finally give us the ability to conquer. I don't think it resonated right. When we stop seeking comfort, he gives us the ability to conquer and overcome. All of a sudden, we've been praying for comfort the whole time, and he's trying to build a warrior. Oh, goodness. God, if you could just make this easier for me. Lord, if you could just make it easier for me. He's like, listen, I'm trying to make you a prayer warrior. <laughs> if you learn what this is actually for. Come on. Man, I'm going to have to do something a little bit more fun next week. I've got to apologize. It just seems like you're not having fun today. Maybe when we stop seeking validation for our feelings, he can give us verification of the strong foundation to fight from. Mm. God's good, isn't he? God's good. Gosh. Heavy stuff. Note takers, here's the third and final point. Do we get it up there? Let's put it up there. We're going to read it together. Here we go. I declare I want some of the good gifts God has for me. Ready? Let's read it again together. I declare I want some of the good gifts God has for me. Listen, you got to walk out of this room completely changed. You know what? Maybe you, you gave up on your, uh, your New Year's resolutions already. 
Anybody give up on their New Year's resolutions? Right? I was ready to give up on texting that guy, like, the day I said it. <laughs> Are you with me? I'm like, I don't really want to text him because then he might hold me accountable. And if he holds me accountable, then I don't get to have my double-double animal style with animal style fries and a large root beer. I don't know if I can handle that, right? Even in my text, when I text him, I said, hey, I've, it's, taken me, it's been really hard. I, I, I wanted to text you all week because I want the results of what we're talking about. I want to be healthy. I want to be able to live a full life so that I can go and bless people's lives and bring the gospel. Because I know if I keep eating the way I'm eating, I'm going to die sooner than I was supposed to. Are you with me? And I think that's why the enemy keeps going, hey, double, double, animal style, animal style fries. Oh, it'd be so good. Just drive by, you can smell it. You with me? So good. I'm probably going to get one. Because he hasn't told me what we're supposed to do yet, so I'm just going to claim that I don't know. I, I didn't know. I just... Are you with lettuce wrap? Oh, man. I didn't know you were a rapper. That's awesome. Lettuce wrap. I declare I want some of the good gifts God has for me. When God opens a bag of belief, we should be right there like my three-year-old. I want some. I want some. When God pulls out a platter of purpose, we are excited and say, I want some. When God boasts over the breaking of bondage in people's lives, we are at his feet shouting, I want some. I want some. God, I want your blessings. God, I want to see you move. Are you with me, church? Because if we start to believe and we start to see it, we'll start to see people walking in here that needed some blessings on their life, and we'll see it happen. We'll see it happen. I love getting to share the truth with people. I love getting to share the truth with people because it sets them free. The Word says the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. I'm trying to teach you how to believe. I want you to believe. I want you to take that unbelief and I want you to set it aside for this year and just see what God can do. What if? What if we started a brand new business that we didn't know anything of how to do it? And then all of a sudden we're buying multiple trucks and multiple things so that we can go out and do all kinds of crazy stuff, right? What if? I think we'll have to have Pastor Abel and Pastor Tanya come in and share that story of what God did in the last two years. Because when everyone else was struggling, when, last year, one year, sorry. Don't want to take any credit away from what God did. God did it in one year. One year. 2021. From 2020 to 2021, you know what happens when you come into a year with expectation that God can do something? All of a sudden, you act in faith and you start to see, hey, God, I believe you at your word. And then all of a sudden, we will see somebody who has an influential business in our community going and touching lives all over the place, giving away tons of money, more money than probably even he made the year before. Are you with me? Watch what God can do. Watch what God can do. It just takes a little bit of belief because you and God are the majority. You and God are the majority. If no one in your family believes that your marriage can work, but you say, Jesus, I got a word from you and I believe, and I'm going to stand on that word and I'm going to believe it as if it were, then I believe with you that we'll see God move in you, through you, and that you will have the best marriage ever. I've watched too many people fall to the wayside because they couldn't trust God. 
What if it doesn't happen? What if it doesn't work? What if I go into 2022 and it's worse than 2021? It took just as much faith to believe that it would be bad as it would be to believe that it could be good. How are you exercising your faith? Come on. I pray that by the end of this year, you're looking at a a guy who's 70 pounds lighter because he actually believed God in his word. Now, this isn't all about me, but I, I can't tell you how many times I've walked around with guilt because I'm telling people to have faith. But every time when things got hard, I'd go back to the burger or back to the burrito because that made me feel good for a minute. It's hard to tell somebody that they can get off of drugs or get off of that sexual addiction or get off of something else when I'm just as guilty as anybody else. And it shows on the outside. You with me? None of us are perfect. None of us have it all together. But you and Jesus are majority. And I'm going to try and believe that this year. And just like, (laughs) I can't remember what character said this, and if you know, you can shout it out for me, but where he says, God, I want to believe, but help me with my unbelief. Because I think a lot of us sit right there. Help me with my unbelief. God, I want to believe. Because I reached out to this guy. We call him Sweb. I reached out to him. I said, Sweb, I want to believe, man. But I got to be honest with you. I I feel like I'm going to probably fail. I'm probably going to go back to, and I did. I wrote a burrito and a double-double when things get hard, when I get stressed out, when ministry gets too difficult. How many of us are going back to something the world has to offer that's only killing you? only killing you. It's only making you feel worse. It's only making you... But maybe if we sat in belief going, Jesus, you can do a miracle. What if every time something stressful happened, I gave you praise? What if every time something stressful happened, I just thanked you for everything I do have? And I started looking at all of that instead of that one thing that's not so good. Are you with me? If we can change the way we see the world, the world we see will change. hope you got that. I know that was a simple thing. Probably flew right over your head. But if you change the way that you see the world, if you change the expectation, if you approach the world around you with faith instead of fear, you can see God move in ways that you never would have imagined. I argue with God a lot. I know you guys know that because I tell you every time I'm doing it. It's the first Sunday of the year. I want to put a challenge out there for you. If you've never tithed before, I want you to do it. Do it this year. Don't do it for me. Do it based on what God's Word says. Just like what Pastor Chelsea shared earlier. See if I won't open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you can't contain. Because here's the thing. I've watched a lot of people struggle. I've watched a lot of people struggle. But there's something that changes and shifts when you say, God, no matter what I make this week, whatever, what I make this month, I'm going to trust you at your word, and I'm going to give you 10%, and I want to see what you can do. His word says, test me. That's the only time in the entire Bible that God says, I dare you. Test me in this. See if I won't open the windows of heaven.
Because he's saying, I will. Trust me. I know you're just like me. When I first started tithing, I remember losing my job. Have my unemployment. I'm like, I'm going to, what, I'm going to tithe 50 bucks, God? Like, 50 bucks to the church means nothing, right? Barely does anything, right? Maybe it gives somebody a meal or does something for something. But, but for me, that was groceries for a week. And I remember going into church going like, Lord, I want to trust you in this, but all I have is 50 bucks. And I remember going, God, if you're real, if your word is really what it says, like, God, move. And I remember as that shaking as the, as the bag got passed or bucket or whatever it was, shaking as I put that $50 bill in there knowing that that was groceries for the week and I don't know how I'm going to eat. I don't know how I'm going to feed my wife and my brand new baby boy. I don't know how it's going to work. Lord, but I trust you. I trust you at your word. I don't have a job. I have an unemployment. I don't even feel like I'm, I'm doing it as a man. I don't feel like I'm, I'm providing for my family the way I should. And here I am giving you my grocery money. I feel like an idiot. After service, there's a guy in the sound booth. Maybe this is an anointing for one of you guys in the sound booth. I don't know. There was a, a guy in the sound booth who came up to me after church and he said, hey, I was praying the other day and the Lord told me to give this to you. And he gave me a gift card to the grocery store for $50. And I was like, really, God? I trust you. I gave you my 50 and you just gave it right back to me? It's crazy. It's crazy. I got people in this church right now that they didn't really believe in tithing, didn't know much about it, started at 1% just to try it and see if test me at my word, it says, all right, I'll test him, I'll give him 1% and see what he does. They started seeing blessings come in their life that they didn't expect, promotions and jobs and income. And so then all of a sudden they're like, well, you know what, maybe I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this 10% thing. And I remember him calling me and he says, Pastor Justin, i got to tell you something. Now, I know 50 bucks, you know, like, hey, you can relate to this. This next one, most of you and me, I couldn't relate to. But he said, Pastor Justin, I gave my 10% and it was $1,000. And I was like, wow, I am so proud of you. I can't believe you did that. He says, I know, but I got to tell you something even more crazy. I said, what's that? He said, the next day, I had bought some stocks and all of a sudden those stocks went through the roof and I made $100,000 in a day. So, Pastor, I want you to know there's $11,000 in the offering this week. God is good. Now, I know some of you are like, that's crazy. That couldn't have happened. Well, that person's in church right now. I'm not going to point him out to you. But he knows who he is. He knows who he is. But he believed God at his word and tried him at it, tested him at it. And now that family is a faithful tither all the time because they know the power of it. The Bible says he loves a cheerful giver. Most of us are not cheerful when we're starting out tithing. We're like, oh, just like me, like, oh, what if it doesn't work? You know, like, I don't know. Is this like an investment program, one of those pyramid schemes? Like, I don't know what's happening here. But here's the thing. It's not that. It's trusting God at his word. Now, I'm not telling you that because we need to take a special offering. I'm not taking a special offering. As this church is only two years old, I've taken two special offerings ever this whole time. Anybody you can attest to that? Two special offerings the whole time. One time is so that we could get an oven for the kids down in Mexico. The second time was so that we can get a, a, a quick response vehicle to go save kids who are, who are um, being trafficked. 
It's the only time. Never to pay for, like, you see those cameras? Those things cost a lot of money. No special offering for that. That's just management of funds. That's what you're supposed to do. Are you with me? You'd be, you be a good steward of what God gave you. We're not going to need money for, for what needs to get done. We got to take care of tons of families, people, people that don't tithe, that asked for money and needed help. We helped them. Are you with me? Because of somebody else's faithfulness. It's just like what Pastor Chelsea was saying. Bring all your tithes to the storehouse so that there will be food in my house. When there's a need, the church takes care of it. I haven't had a need yet that we haven't been able to take care of. I'm afraid that that might happen at some point, but God is good. I believe in His Word. He'll provide. Are you with me? And if we can learn this, this, this principle isn't so that you can give more money to the church. This principle is so that you can understand how to have faith in Jesus and watch what He can do. I want you to be just as passionate. Like, what will happen and what will change is you won't be cynical about giving at church. You'll be the one that goes, Pastor, can I stand up there and tell them what God did? Let me tell them what God did. When I gave five bucks, all of a sudden this thing happened and God did this. I want to tell, I want to tell everybody what God did. This is what happens when you start to exercise your faith. Trust me. If, I say if because I still don't believe in myself, but if I can lose that 70 pounds by the end of the year, you better bet I'm going to be excited about being healthy and telling people how good it is to be healthy. You ever met a healthy person? They get excited, right? They're like, hey, let me show you. Uh, I, you know, Sal, right? How, how, many, how much weight did you lose, dude? 126 pounds. Come on. And you get, every time I talk about like wanting to lose weight, he's always like right there going, Pastor, you can do it. I believe in you. I believe in you. And then I go and get my burrito and he's like, it's okay, man. You can still do it. You can still, anytime you want to get back on the horse, you can do it. Because I did it, you can do it. Are you with me? When you start to tithe, when you start to, I don't even know why I'm talking about this, but I just felt like the Lord pushed it upon my heart. Trust him this year. Trust him. Trust him. Tell me what God did. And if God didn't do anything, if God doesn't bless you, come tell me. I doubt that I'm going to get one. He said, God didn't bless me. I tried tithing. I tried all year. God didn't bless me. I've never heard it. Not once. Not once. Even trying to be cynical, you're like, crap. He still blesses me. Even when I didn't, I think, or didn't think it was work, I was going to try it and prove it wrong just so I could shove it, you know, like, he still blessed me. Because he says, test me in this. See if I won't do it. See if I won't do it. Oh, I would love to look out and be like, we have the most blessed church there. Not because, not because we're special, we do anything amazing. It's because we live by God's word. We trusted him in it. I would love for Chelsea and I never to share another tithe story up here again because there's somebody else sharing what we did each time. Are you with me? Come on. Maybe he's saying, put that $50 in there. I remember one time he told me to put $500 in there. We, I just lost my job. Remember that? And God said, put, put $500 in there. I'm like, I have no money coming in after this. What are we going to do? I remember putting that $500 in. And I remember the pastor's dad who counted the money. He came to me afterwards. He's like, Justin, um, I'm not sure if you accidentally put an extra zero on there. Because I've seen how much you type normally. Um, $500 is not it. So are you, are you doing really good or what's going on? I said, no, I just trust God. And he told me to give $500. 
And that's, I just trusted him in that. Well, the next day, got a job offer that I didn't know was going to come. We didn't know. We didn't know that blessing was coming. Had no idea. But I wonder if it would have if I hadn't. Trust him. Trust him. Because that next Sunday, they asked me to come up and share that story. And I got to share what God did by stepping out in faith. Now everybody looked like, at me like I was crazy. Like if God tells me to give 500 bucks, you better bet I'm not doing that. But we all have to stretch our faith. It started with 50. It started with 20. It started with going, Lord, I believe you. I trust you. I want you to bless my 2022. Are you with me? Hmm. Matthew 7, going back to Matthew 7. We're actually going to go back a couple verses. Matthew 7, verse 7 says, Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. Verse 8, For everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds, and everyone who knocks, will, the door will be opened. I think it's time that we walk in a new norm. Anybody agree with me today? It's time to walk in a new norm. Everywhere I go, everywhere I step my foot is going to be a blessed place. Are you with me? Everywhere you walk today, everywhere you go today will be a blessed place. Can't tell you how many times Chelsea and I, we didn't have any extra money, but all of a sudden God says, give that person $100. It's just like, okay. It's not even a question anymore. It's not even a struggle anymore. Now it's cheerful because I know if I give, God's going to give back. He's going he's to bless us. He's going to touch us more so that we can go and be a bigger blessing to somebody else. Keep asking. Keep seeking. Keep knocking. And you will find. Somebody say, I want some. I want some. I want some of that blessing, Lord. I want some of your presence. I want you to speak to me, God. I want some. I want some in 2022. I want to live a healthier life. I want some, God. Is that anybody today? Is this too hard of a message today? Is it good? Good. My mother-in-law says it's awesome, so it must be. chains will just fall off when you give them glory. The chains will fall off when you become generous. I've sat with other pastors and told them stories about you guys. You know that? Told them about how we raised $13,000 in one day to help them get that anti-sex trafficking vehicle. And these pastors are looking at me like, wow, your church is so generous. That's why it grows. That's why people get blessed. That's why lives change. It's because we engage in God's word. And I could see him going like, oh, I want to believe that. I want to believe that. There's a church right down the street. I want to believe that. And I said, I believe it, man. We see it happen all the time. You can believe it. Are you with me? What if this little, crazy little church inspired so many other churches to actually believe God at His Word because of the fruit that comes from it? Oh my goodness. I haven't gone through all the finances for last year yet. I can't wait. I can't wait. How many of you get excited to see what God did through all that? 
How many of you, it just irritates you? You're like, wow, the church gave away tons of money. Yeah, go ahead and raise your hand. No, I'm just kidding. I've had people get so mad at me sometimes, like, oh, you're just gloating. Like, I'm not gloating. I'm telling you what God did. This has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with him. Are you with me? Like, if anybody hears that and hears gloating, it's not gloating at all. I want to give praise to the God who gives, the praise to the God who overcomes. Oh, my goodness, it's not gloating. Oh, I had somebody get so mad. I, I think I just gave a rough number. I was like, oh, I think we gave at least $100,000 away last year. This little church in a school, they're like, well, why didn't you invest that and get a, get a building? Because the church is the people, not the building. Some people say that, but some people actually believe it. Come on, Lynn. I believe that. I believe the people are worth it. I believe it. You with me? I believe it. Father God, we thank you for today. Lord, we thank you for this word. I know this word has inspired me to live differently this year, to live with a different expectation. God, I pray that I expect miracles everywhere I go. I pray that this church would be an inspiration to so many because we believe you at your word. And God, for the however much went out this year to go and help so many people, Lord, I pray that we double and triple and quadruple it this year. God, I pray that we can be a church that's on fire and on purpose, that doesn't just talk about church and talk about faith, but we actually go out and live it. Lord, let this church be known for how it makes disciples, how people, are, their faith is stretched and they walk out their faith with fear and trembling. Expecting God to move. Walking out where their water is underneath their feet. And expecting God to move. God, bless this series. This new norm series. Bless this series, God. I pray that so many people get invited over the next five weeks, six weeks. And we just see lives being transformed because their norm has changed. Miracles are a normal thing. Breakthrough is a normal thing. Overcoming is a normal thing. Conquering is a normal thing. God, I pray that you make warriors out of this church. If you're here today with your eyes closed or you're watching online and you don't have, you haven't made Jesus your Lord and Savior yet, I want to I give you that opportunity. Because I believe that God has more for you. And just going to church doesn't get you to heaven. Sorry. But having a real relationship with Jesus, surrendering your life and giving your life up for his sake is how you gain life in the first place. So if that's you this morning and nobody's looking around, just raise your hand for me and say, hey, that's me. That's me. I'm ready to make make that declaration. I want to give my life completely to Jesus. I don't want to play church anymore. I want it to be real. Is that anybody in here this morning? If you're watching online and that's you, you're sitting on your couch or you're driving in your car and you're listening to this message and that's you, you're going to pray something just super simple. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just super simple. Just saying, Jesus, I give my life to you today. I can't do this on my own. And I thank you for dying for me so that I can be in heaven with you one day. 
I declare your promises and your freedom over my life today. And I give you my life from this day forward. In Jesus' name I pray. All God's people said, amen. Amen. We got to do a baptism this last Sunday. The last Sunday of 2021. It was so awesome. And I just love, I love baptisms because it's just this public declaration that you've made God, Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And I'd invite any of you, if you want to get baptized, sign up on, on the Church Center app. There's a, you go into the little more button in there and, and there's a baptism sign up. Sign up to do that if you haven't gotten baptized. I gave my life to the Lord when I was five years old. I got baptized when I was 20 or 21. 22? Man, that's a long time ago. I got baptized at 22 years old. And uh, it was because the whole time I was like, well, if it's just a public declaration of what I already believe, well, then people should already know that because of how I live my life. Which isn't wrong, but something shifted when I got baptized. I remember just going like, whoa. The way to hear the Holy Spirit, things just was like, wow, God was moving in a whole different way. I also got to baptize my bride-to-be at the time. Uh, I got baptized first, and then they let me baptize her. Or you were my bride at that time. We were married. Gosh, it's getting too I'm going old, you guys. Got to take more vitamins. <sighs> Didn't forget all these things. Mm. How are your fingers doing? Yours are good? Suzanne made this shirt for me. Is that awesome? So cool. I was excited. I don't think she knew I was going to wear it for church the next day. But uh, I, she was like, you're going to wear that preaching? You're not going to wear that preaching, right? You're just going to go set up with that? I'm like, no, I'm going to wear that preaching. And she's like, okay. So she did a good job. And then we got a, our own little shirt maker over here, too. He, he's got a whole business on the side. You still doing that? A little bit? If anybody wants one, you can, they can buy one. If you want a shirt, a cool, cool Christian shirt. They had, he had one that says Splash Zone. My, my, my pastor anoints the first three rows. Such a cool shirt. Anyway, anyway, I felt like this was a good family day today. Was it good? First Sunday of the year. I know I didn't shout as much as I usually do. Hoping you're not disappointed. But uh, I don't know. I just feel the Holy Spirit in here today. Oh, my goodness. (sighs) Sorry. (laughs) 11.41. That means that uh, in 14 minutes, the camera feed will shut off. And I'm supposed to be done 10 minutes ago. So, God, bless our 2022. Amen? Bless our 2022. Bless everybody in this room and bless everybody watching online. God, I pray, Lord, that we'd have the greatest year ever with great expectation. Lord, bless our children's workers this morning as they've had to go late again two weeks in a row. And uh, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for this church. I thank you for this generous, crazy church who believes you at your word. God, I pray for great multiplication this year. We're going to see great multiplication. I'm going to see great subtraction in my belly in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, have a great week. We love you. We're going to tear down just this room today. So we're, we're going to put this stuff, uh, some stuff on the stage. So if anybody wants to hang out with us and help us tear down in here, kids' room stay. We don't have to do anything in there. We'll probably put everything back in that uh, 
back in that drama classroom there. So it'll be good. Awesome. We love you. Have an amazing week. Oh